0: The talking point with Kathimo Mosasana, Weekdays, nine AM till midday.
1: Well, yesterday the small enterprise development agency announced that the, the that they supported small enterprises collectively to the tune of over two billion rand. This was for the financial year twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Doctor Joy Nglovu is the CEDA board chairperson and joins me now. Doctor Nglovu, good morning. Good morning, Katie, and good morning to all your listeners. Of course, when we talk about the kind of support that CEDA has provided, oftentimes people question the work that institutions like yourself are doing because there doesn't seem to be a great deal of transparency in terms of the organizations that you are supporting. So tell us more about who you have supported and where people can go to find out more about this information.
0: No, thank you very much, uh, uh, Cathy, for the question. It is indeed a question that is uh, asked by many, many, many people in South Africa. I mean, even when you go to parliament, it's a question that parliamentarians wants to know who you are assisting. So for us, we assist uh, numerous, uh, we assist all SMEs in South Africa, including prospective entrepreneurs, small and micro-enterprises that are trading and looking to grow, medium enterprises that are looking to grow. Uh, We have assisted informal uh, uh informal um, traders we've got various programs that talk to various uh um, entrepreneurs in, in, in different phases of of, of, their, of, their, of of their of their of their of their businesses you know so our programs as i said we've got a, a cedar business talk where people are prospective and they want to just know how they can start businesses we've got programs that talk to that we've got cedar business start that talks to people who are in the planning stages of their businesses where we will be assisting them with counseling facilitation and business support we also have cedar business build where the focus is on sustaining and strengthening businesses so the programs that we give is your capacity building systems, your mentorship, your incubation. And lastly, we've got uh, CW's grow, where we are looking at growth and expansion, expanding to different markets, looking at different growth strategies. So our, our if we were to review um, the year that has just passed, um, uh, 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 Kathy, we have been able to assist um, over 36,000 clients who, who have interacted with us in at our various grants Nationally, we have been able to um, to give business management training sessions to over eleven thousand entrepreneurs nationwide. We have supported two thousand nine hundred and fifty one clients through our incubation program and supported over five thousand clients through pitching and innovation forums. Uh, from cooperatives as well, we also assist. We are very committed to assisting our cooperatives. Uh, we have looked at, uh, we have uh, adopted and assessed as well as. Implemented various programs for over a thousand uh, cooperatives in South Africa. So, as you can hear from what I'm saying, we are looking at all types of SMMEs and we are providing them with the training and business development support that they require. We are also facilitating that they meet the right, because as you know, research has indicated that entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs fail because of uh, uh, failure to get access to funding as well as failure to get access to markets. So those two are our core focus and our programs are developed in order to be able to assist them with the two.
1: What did you find were the common challenges that small businesses were facing, especially given the impact that COVID-19 has had?
0: I think funding, it just highlighted the whole issue of funding. Needed money to deal with, uh, you know, with paying their 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 staff, with uh, sourcing, getting the right sourcing, and with with just day to day operations. So finding what was a, was was a major major uh, issue with uh, for for SMEs, and most of them as they they could not get the right. I mean, everything was on most things were on shut down. So the, the the markets that they 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 serviced. Could not support them with that cash flow and and, and you know uh, uh, financial uh, support. So um, money was was, was was a main main issue, and that's why we, as CEDA, then and as well as the department and CIFA we looked at various um, you know relief measures to assist uh, uh, with this program. That, with this problem that was magnified by by the COVID nineteen.
1: <laughs> Talk to me about the, the application process. So of the 36,000 businesses that you assisted, how mm. many did you have to turn down?
0: Um, the numbers that we have to turn down—not—I uh, I don't have the numbers with me, Cathy, uh, on the numbers that we, we we had turned down. I would not—if uh, if, if you saying turning down. So I mean, the
1: overall application for assist, applications for assistance. Do you have what that overall figure was from um, small businesses in the country, regardless of whether or not they were able to access this this I, funding? I, I
0: are you referring to relief measures, the yes. financial? Oh, yes. No, that one. You will have to speak to Sifa, our sister company, because they offered the the, uh, the the financial assistance from our side, where there were no entrepreneurs who were turned back when it comes to business support. Because for our role in in in, in uh, the debt relief measure, our role was to ensure that compliance and requirements we prepare uh, our clients. In order to be able to access this funding, either from Sifa or from banking, so all of them, we did not turn any one of those people away. But from, uh, I think, from Sifa in the department, they have uh, they've publicly announced uh, the numbers that they could assist. And uh, but unfortunately, I don't have it with me right now.
1: So, so where will your focus for the 2021 financial year be? Our focus for
0: 2021 uh, is, is on ICT it's on ICT ensuring that uh, you know we bring all our sMEs online on our digital platforms that we are enabled we train them to use and to you know expand the opportunities that the digital platforms can, can, can provide uh, we want to help even the ones in down in the rural areas to ensure that they've got that access because with the advent of COVID it is very clear that the world Moving now onwards is going to be on digital. So digital platforms, we have invested heavily on uh, on, on 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 various uh, digital platforms. We have collaborated as well with uh, various leaders in ICT, so that like take a lot, so that they can assist our SMEs with getting uh, that access to markets, not only locally but globally as well. But what we will also be concentrating on uh, is our role as a lead incubator. So we have an incubation program that is run by various service providers. We assist them with funding a three-year program where they take uh, uh, an idea, a business idea, uh, as we know, from concept right until uh, realization. So we will be expanding on that one um, and ensuring that we are the lead incubator in, in, in the country. What we'll also be doing is also just ensuring that our collaborative partnerships uh, are increased because for the year in review we had managed to raise 87.4 million from different collaborative partnerships that we have. We have seen that, you know, uh, uh, I think one of the criticisms of government is that we are duplicating our efforts instead of working together. So we've seen that working together with different partners within the public sector as well as within the private sector would enable us to assist more uh, uh, more SMEs. So out of that 2.5 million SMEs out there with collaborative partners we will be able to assist all of them
1: so as we're speaking I'm getting some uh, messages from our listeners and one of the issues that uh, that's being raised is how during the application process Mm -hmm. some companies or businesses are being sent from pillar to post Mm -hmm. when it comes to accessing any kind of support Mm-hmm. Um, if I can just quickly take you through what the application process should Unfortunately, like. Unfortunately, we don't have much time because I'll have to hand over to news. So if you can just keep it brief for me and, you know, if you can provide just perhaps a, a, a portal or somewhere where people that feel that they've been struggling just with mm-hmm. accessing mm-hmm. the mechanisms that are available, uh, it, that that might be more helpful.
0: Yeah. All the applications had to go to CIFA because they are the funding agency. So they'll receive all the applications and conduct the initial screening. Those who did not meet the minimum qualifications, they were referred back to us. CEDA because that's the support that we provide and we would then ensure that we, we prepare them to meet the minimum qualifications upon assisting them we will then refer them back to CIFA. so the process should have been pretty easy but getting the feedback as, as you have just said people seem to have lost between but it was very easy if you qualified CIFAR would assist you if you did not qualify you'd get to CEDA and we will try and assist you and refer you back to CIFA. and they would then complete to the whole application process and disperse the relief funding.
1: So what should people who haven't been able to access CIDA do, those who say that your organization is the one that's sending them from pillar to post, in terms of supporting them as businesses to be able to get back to CIFA
0: yeah what what we've been able what we've been doing uh, uh kathy we've been uh, monitoring and tracking those complaints that we've received on our on our digital platforms and we've been following up and trying to understand where the people got lost and linking them with the right people at cifa if they don't qualify explain it to them why why they could not uh, make uh, the funding uh, From our side as well the, the our our co- calls, our, te- our call center and people also go, they can go to our offices nationwide. We also have call locations with different municipalities so they can go there so that we can follow it up and ensure that they get the assistance that they require.
1: All right. We're going to have to leave it there for this morning. Dr. Joy Nklovu is the CEDA board chairperson. It's just after two o'clock. I mean, <laughs> it's just after 10 o'clock. Apologies for that. I'm seeing a lot of your messages and the complaints that, um, you are raising when it comes to uh, your interactions with CEDA. I think we'll need to maybe plan a longer conversation with them to address some of these issues. Utsile is standing by.